Welcome to Revenge of the Triforce, a podcast where three millennial nerds talk about whatever they feel like talking about, but mostly nerd stuff, because that's what they are. And if you are too, you'll love this podcast. And even if you're not a nerd, you'll love it too, because it's funny, so just listen to it. You already started listening to it. Why don't you finish something for once in your life? <clears throat> Sorry, I think that was my inner voice talking to myself. Sorry about that. Without further ado, give it up for your hosts, Jeff, Eric, and Tommy. Oh, Welcome back, everybody, to Revenge of the Triforce podcast. This is Eric. I am joined by Tommy this evening. Jeff had dinner scheduled, so he decided dinner and eating and being a normal human being is more important than being here with us. So let's everybody go down boat Jeff, and we hope to see him on the Just next podcast. Just dinner. Just dinner. Okay, I can't record. I have dinner. Like, well, <laughs> I had dinner. Yeah. So... A little peek behind the curtain here at RotPod, but we are recording right now. It is 9.22 Central at night. Like, it is our bedtimes, practically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so dinner is being had instead of being here. So we, we wish you the best, Jeff. We hope it's delicious and worth it. Um, I think I'm going to skip work tomorrow, and if my <laughs> boss asks, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I had to eat, I had to eat breakfast. Yeah, yeah, I just did breakfast. So for could not days. come to work because I had to eat breakfast. Smart. Like what kind of excuse is that? Yeah, well, it was used. It was. It could have been anything else. We would have believed it. But <laughs> dinner this late, you nuts, you nuts. Well, Tommy, you're almost at the end of your school year, right? How's that I am. going? Today was field day. Ooh, you remember field I day in elementary school? Field day. That yeah, it's the big big day. The the gym teacher gets to shine. Yeah. We, you know, we plan all these activities and. My principal ordered a bunch of inflatable, bouncy obstacle courses, and we got the water balloons, and it was a great day, but I am exhausted. Yeah. I got my steps in today. Oh, for sure. I walked for miles, and I I got sunburnt. Oh, a little crispy. Yeah, I I got very uh, crispy. I was talking to my sister. I went to, earlier, went to my niece's uh, softball game, and tomorrow is their field day, and I was sitting there, and I'm like... Why do I feel like field day growing up was like the the entire day? She's like, oh no, it was only like a couple hours. And I'm like, I feel like that day was dedicated to doing nothing else but field day. But if I'm like trying to remember really hard now, maybe it was just like a, a lunchtime activity to the end of the day. Because I, I could have swore at Evergreen, yeah. it was like three hours at least. Like all the stations we had. And I just thought it was like a full day. So it's two hours at our school. We break it up. We do the third, fourth, and fifth graders in the morning for two hours, and then K through two in the afternoon for two hours. So I'm out there all day. The kids are only out there for two hours. I think what it is is it's just so much fun that you just only remember yeah, that from right. that day. You know, so you just assume you're looking back. It seems like that was the whole day because what the hell else do you do? <laughs> I mean. The kid, those poor kindergartners sat in their classrooms all morning. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. They were just thinking about water balloons, but yeah. can't come outside yet till the afternoon. So I think that was it. You're probably right. I got real, my, my feet are covered in blisters. I wore my idiot shoes. Oh, I know what um, those are. Those are Crocs. That is what we call them now. <laughs> did, did you, are you, did you see oh, my video where I, I, I coined the term yep. idiot shoes? So <laughs> I called them idiot shoes in the video and i did not expect that video to go viral by the way I, if i <laughs> if i knew it was going to get you know 45 million views i would have 
gotten up off the couch when I made it. I'm just literally laying on the couch talking yeah. about this random thing I learned. I think I found it on Reddit or something. And then it got all these views. And I check my inbox. I get a message from Crocs, the official Crocs page. And I'm thinking, oh, they're mad because I called them idiot shoes. They're like, no. They're like, hey, heard you got a, a wish list. Um, why don't we help you out with that? We're going to send you some send you some free Crocs. So they oh send, I'm like, sure, I'll take some Crocs. And then I sent them a list of three other pairs, one for each of my boys and one for my wife. And she got the sandals and I got the sneakers and they're they're great. I'm officially a, a convert, although, but <laughs> but I wore them today with no socks. Oh, and that's God. you know because you're not supposed to wear socks with Crocs. Yeah, yeah. You can, but I I don't. Yeah. But the thing is, is it's I was outside all day. My feet were sweaty in the yeah. water. Not a good combination there. So I got blisters. I wish I could say that oh the Crocs were so comfortable that I didn't get any blisters, but my feet are covered in blisters. Well, it was maybe, my own fault though. Well, maybe if you keep talking shit about them, they'll just keep sending care packages. That's what I'm hoping. I really <laughs> I want to be the Crocs ambassador. Yes. You know, it's a match made in heaven. I'm a gym teacher. I'm supposed to hate Crocs, right? Because kids come into my class <laughs> yeah. with their Crocs on, and I'm like, Eat, those aren't gym shoes. And they're like, well, I'll put them in sport mode. So they put the oh, the heel strap down, and then, you know, they fall down and get hurt. And I'm like, see, I told you, you shouldn't wear Crocs. So, But, like, if they can, you know, Crocs... Crocs can be like, look, we we made this gym teacher a convert. He's in, he loves Crocs, so you'll love. I don't know. I'm not an advertising guy, but <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm available for a paid partnership here. Hell yes, let's make it happen. Everybody, yeah. reach out to your connections, email corporate, tweet them, get them tag, on social. Yeah, tag Crocs and all my all my stuff. Just be I like, like, hey, that. I like that. Well, you know what? Summer's almost here for, you know you and the kids out there and of course it's hard not to get nostalgic around this time of year because i wish in the corporate world that we would also get you know some time off that we don't have to like beg for um and it made me think like what were some of those first things i went home to do as soon as summer hit i know we had our summer episode but one area in particular was like co-op couch gaming like you would start to have your buddies over your friends and you would load up the Mario Kart. You would load up GoldenEye. You would load up, I mean, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and just pour that giant glass of Mountain Dew, get the fucking Hot Pockets toasted, and just settle up for like four or five hours. And I got to know, Tommy, what were some of the, some of your favorite couch co-ops growing up where you're just sitting there playing endless hours of fun with your friends? Oh, definitely Mario Kart. Yeah. Mario Kart 64. Ooh, I yeah. like the one for Super Nintendo, but when 64 came out, that was just life-changing. I remember oh, yeah. that. And I liked battle mode. I liked to shoot the balloons yeah. off of people. <laughs> I was I was pretty good at it, too. And then Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. And no one wanted to play against me because I was always Pikachu. And everyone hates Pikachu <laughs> in Smash Brothers because he's got that one move where he calls down the lightning from yeah. above. And if you timed it just right, you could just jump over somebody and strike their ass with lightning and just send them flying. Yes. Oh, my God. People like Jeff used to get so mad at me because he would call it. I think it, I think he said it was cheap. It's like, that's such a cheap move. I'm like, hey, it was legal. Hey, it's in the game for a reason. Learn the Check moves. the replay. That was a legal move. <laughs> yeah, I remember some of the most frustrating games. Because you know what? When you're battling your friends, 
you're in it for competition, right? Like, I want to win. I want to kick some ass. I want to yeah. have bragging rights. And so a couple games come to mind. One is Mario Party, which just ends friendships because everybody gets stars. <laughs> or even the person in last place, like, all of a sudden gets all these magical stars for being in last, and then they end up winning. I remember so many controllers being slammed with Mario Party. And, of course, GoldenEye. I mean, it was just so competitive with, like, slappers only or no odd job or proximity mines or whatever the fuck. And just playing a couple of those games and getting so intense. And none other than, I got to shout out two more, uh, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Like, those fighting games were just fun as hell where you just sit there and you button mash. You have no clue how you did that super <laughs> move. <laughs> the button mashing. God. But, but that, that was, like... Such competition back in the day, and like, yeah, people would just like take their toys and go home after that if you kicked their ass. You just named off three games that I was not allowed to play as a child. Oh well. Yeah, I remember Mortal Kombat, <laughs> the ridiculous amount of blood that would just fly out of somebody when you punched. Them in oh Mortal yeah. Kombat. My dad took one look at that and he was like, "You are not playing this game." Yeah, it took my parents. I gotta admit, they were. They're kind of middle of the road. Like, they would see other kids playing it, and they would be like, okay. But then if my mom came downstairs and, like, actually watched it for five minutes, she'd be like, no, no, absolutely not. We're returning that game. Well, yeah. You know. So they were sometimes middle of the road. Sometimes if it was popular enough and somebody gave it to me as, like, a birthday present, like, they couldn't really say no. So that yeah. was always my uh, my go-to move was just like, yeah. My brother and I were good at finding loopholes. <laughs> in in the rules like my dad my dad is always against violent video games he was one of those it's like now oh, this this is the problem in society it's these violent video games but we would find loopholes like we'd come home with a game like halo Ooh. that's a bad example that came out later when we were older but like yeah. i don't know a shooting game where, where you're fighting aliens and we would be like well they're aliens yeah or they're robots we can kill robots we can shoot Right. alien they're not people there's right. no blood there's no human blood being spilt in this yeah. game so he'd be like all right fine because he could tell you know we really yeah. wanted to play but golden eye forget it you're <laughs> shooting people with real guns there's blood nope could not play golden eye yeah and a lot of the times we would always go back to the ogs just stick to nintendo <clears throat> 64 stick to the Mario games, like you mentioned, the Smash Bros, Mario Kart, like, those were the safe and fun ones. And, like, Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, Ooh, Diddy Kong, I forgot about that game. Diddy Kong Racing. It was kind of like a Mario Kart ripoff, but it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was actually a pretty tough single-player game. I remember really struggling to get through that. Because, you know, in Mario Kart, like, you just, as long as you fucking press the gas button and you'd steer in a normal direction, you're actually going to beat the game. Like, whether or not you get yeah. first place or second, does not matter. In Diddy Kong, you don't get to beat levels. You cannot continue unless, like, you race one of those giant dinosaurs and win. And those motherfuckers, it was kind of like the penguin in Mario 64 where you got to race it down the ice slide. But they were going... That like damn 10, penguin. Yeah, they were going, like, ten times faster. And if you didn't hit the right boost at the right moment, you weren't going to beat that dinosaur. I spent probably two years trying to beat that game, and it's supposed to be a fucking kid's game. So. You're unlocking so many memories right now because I, yeah, <laughs> I had completely forgotten about that game. And you're right, it was tough. And it was a, yeah, single player. You don't yeah. think of a racing game as a single player. Like, I've never, I don't think I've ever played Mario Kart single player. Oh, right. I mean, who, who the fuck does? Maybe once the first time when I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Look at all these levels, these characters. Awesome. But then the main reason you got it, just like Diddy Kong, too, but, uh, you know, you'd want to get your buddies over and play, play together, play with your brother, play with your sisters. Um, 
Yeah, that was a fun one. Can't. My kids like Mario Kart 8, and they'll spend like a solid 20 minutes just building their cart because that's <laughs> a new thing now. Before you yeah. even start playing the game, yep. there's so many characters to choose from, and then you got to put your cart together. Yep. I I had a, uh, my nieces and nephew slept over about a year ago, and I have this... Pro- you know, the big projector, big screen in the basement, and they're all excited, and I've got four controllers. And like you, the first, I'll even go 35 minutes, and many of tiers later, they finally selected A, the character, because (laughs) two of the girls were fighting over one, like Baby Peach or something. So we we had to figure that one out. And I wish, all right, kids, Seriously, five to six year olds, if you're listening, just fucking rock, paper, scissors. Get that in your life. It's so it makes things so much easier. Anyways, characters. Yeah. If you're listening, just yeah. fucking as you, as you curse. Listen, assholes. Just fucking listen, you little shit. Yeah, come on. Just fucking get it over with. Just duke it out really quick and whoever wins wins. Just go with Yoshi, the old standby. But yeah, we play I think we played two races and then they were fighting over which map to go next, and then I had to turn it off because everybody was then in trouble because they're all fighting, arguing and like slamming controllers in each other. So Long story short, uh, you know, just be prepared. <laughs> it's changed. It's different now. Yeah. And you're right about the, like, you can literally just, you can put the controller down. Yeah. And your character will continue racing. Yep. I'm That's, That's <laughs> bullshit. The first time I, I, it is. It is. My, I've watched, I was watching my two kids race each other one day, and I noticed one of them wasn't holding the controller. He was just sitting on the couch taking a break. And his character was still going. Yep. I was like, what is this? And if you veer off to the left and right, it basically just brings you right back in the middle of the track. How is this preparing these children for the future? It's not. Kids, you need to lose <laughs> a lot. We will help make sure that happens. Let's go back to the OGs. We will play some N64. We will show you what happens when you get three-stocked in Super Smash Brothers. No Mercy. Uh... It's coming. Pain is coming. <laughs> We're preparing you Pikachu for the pain. world. Pikachu pain. And with that, uh, we moved into the future. You touched on it a little bit, but as we grew up, the couch co-op kind of turned into more of the run and gun, the Halo, the Halo 2s of the world, the, gosh, I mean, land parties of PC games. Like, Oh, yes. Like, it just got better and better uh growing up in the 90s and early 2000s and did you do land parties i've done a couple they were never at my house but i would go to some where i would like lug the big fucking desktop over my monitor i remember the first time i learned about those and uh, i was probably in middle school maybe high school and i thought that looks like the most fun yeah and i never i never did one i would because i never got into pc gaming i never had like a pc that could do games sure yeah i was always console but like i remember thinking that that looks fun yeah. but like you said though you got a lug back in uh, those yeah, days exactly. you had the lug the desktop the monitor all the cords not, oh my god yeah not just that i had to lug the family computer because people back Oof. in the day this is not just my computer that's sitting in my room and everybody and their mother has a computer this is the right. family computer. That w- this was is a, not a laptop. It was a big day to go to Best Buy and purchase this thing. And, <laughs> you know, everybody's information's on here. And here I am lugging it around. I think I only, if I recall, I only did it at Jeff's house. But if you could imagine, folks, it's not some, like, little tiny basement that we're talking about. Like, they had their entire house wired with cables. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff's house, I should say. And so when we were playing, some of the fun of LAN is, like, you're supposed to all be in the same room and, like, just giving each other right. shit, and you're off in the corner, and there's, like, a lot of commotion, a lot of people walking around. We were all in our separate rooms, and it was so quiet. <laughs> we had to, like, after every round, run to meet up to talk shit to each other and then run back to the machines. Like, it was still fun, but that was my experience with a LAN party was, like, not really getting the full experience. So, Tommy, I'm kind of with you in that corner that I've been to a couple, but the one I was just more of a visitor or a spectator, and the other one that I was a part of was more of a uh, very quiet and only, like, four people. <laughs> right. Well, okay, so I... I never did a LAN party, um, but I played, so I played Xbox yep. in college. My freshman year of college, I went to this tiny little school in Georgia because um, I was training to be a wrestler at the time, and there was a wrestling school down the street from this college. But anyway, I, we had, we hooked up our Xboxes to, um, in our dorms, and the entire campus was kind of like its own little local area network. Like, we could... We could plug our Xbox into the wall, the Ethernet cable back in those days, you know, had to <laughs> hardwire it to the wall. And we could play against each other like across campus. Like I could play against the dorm oh, next yeah. door or even an entire other building. So my roommate and I would play. I guess it kind of, I guess that was technically a local area network, right? By yeah. definition. Yep. And we, so we would play Halo. I think that was Halo 2. That was like right when Halo 2 came out. And we used to love to cheat. <laughs> we cheated like crazy. We would <laughs> people hated playing against us, man. We would. We I remember one time we um, we were like losing pretty bad. I can't remember. I think we were probably playing capture the flag, and we knew the guys that we were losing against. So like in between rounds, or maybe it was in the middle of a game. I left. I put my controller down, ran out of my room, ran into those guys' room, and turned off their Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) And then I ran back in and slammed the door and locked it. I'm like, we're good. We're good. They're out. Go, go, go. Go, go get them. Oh, my God. We used to do shit like that and just people... Towards the end of the school year, people just hated playing against us. They would see us log in and they'd be like, nope, get out. No, we're not playing against you guys. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, Halo was like that, where we would set up a whole bunch of consoles, and it was like, no screen sniping, don't want, you know, we'd all have to set up the screen sniping, yeah, I remember that. All the TVs would have to be facing away, and and mind you, everybody, these are tube TVs that we're lugging around. So heavy. Some of them family TVs, so people back home could not watch a television, um, just to play some Halo, and I feel like nowadays, I feel like it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, Nintendo does a great job at keeping couch co-op alive they do yeah the switch is like the switch huge i mean the actual switch controller splits up into two yeah like it's made for sitting next to somebody and playing a fun that's why i got it like yeah i'm completely sucked into zelda tears of the kingdom right now like i play play way too much Uh, like I'm not getting any sleep. This yeah. basically like I'm I'm running on like five hours of sleep a night because I just can't put down this yeah, game. But it. that's not what I got the Switch for. I got it for all the you know multiplayer games yeah. to play with my kids, and they do. They love Kirby. Yeah. They love Mario Kart, and they just hold the little tiny adorable little Switch controllers and play against each other on the couch. Yep. Brotherly so Nintendo's love. keeping that shit alive. 
They are, and that's the sad part with other consoles that I've noticed is I had my buddy Adam over the other week, and we were just sitting around having some drinks, and he's like, yeah, let's play some games. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So I'm looking on Xbox Game Pass, naturally, and we did not find more than, like, one or two games on there that were couch co-op games. Like, it was all one player past the controller, one player. Like, we were just trying to play, like, Forza or, like, a racing game. And it was only one player. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we were Googling it. A racing game, one player? Yeah. yeah what was, kind of world is this? I know, exactly. So it was like, okay, I guess there's really none. So I booted up the Switch, and we played Mario Golf for two hours. There uh, you go. Which I'm glad I have both, but I'm like, holy fuck, what, what's happening to the Xboxes and Playstations of the world? Like, are they just... I mean, everything's online. I get it. You're playing against people now, but... That's one thing that Nintendo just, I don't think, will ever lose the reign of is uh, the, the just master console of couch co-op. No, I just downloaded this game. I don't know if you've heard of this game. It's called Untitled Goose Game. Have you heard of it? <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never played it, though. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hilarious little adorable little game for Nintendo Switch. And you play as a goose, and you can play with a friend. And you're both just a goose, and you just go around and fuck with people. You press, you quack at people, you grab, you steal their stuff. You go up to somebody with a sandwich, and you steal it right out of their hand. And there's all these little challenges, you know, like go go steal this person's fork and go move this. And you're just, you're basically just going around pissing people off. You're a, you're a goose, you're a dick. You're a dick you're, goose you're, going around. I mean, just ruining people's day, and it's such a fun little game. So I just downloaded that, and I'm I'm excited to play that with my kids. Sounds about right, because they're they're the only animal, the only bird that can fly but won't. They just like to yeah. sit there <laughs> and just be in your fucking way. And it there better be a feature. I'm sure there's not, because it's a switch. But there better be a feature to like just lay giant goosters down everywhere, because naturally <laughs> that's all there is no. in any field. They or would lose the PG rating if oh, they I'm sure. Did. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will mod it online and make that happen, but uh, yeah, shit. just take a big old goose dump right on somebody's yeah somebody's lunch plate. God, I was also thinking about something I haven't done in a while, but a little bit more recently than I'll say the last like ten years of my life is board games. Like, mm. I'm not a big board game player. I was growing up, and we'll definitely touch on some of those. But lately, I've been playing uh, with my cousin. Um, like Pandemic and Spill, where it's kind of like you against the table. Like, you got to strategize and try to beat the game together. And I'm just like, you know what? I feel like, for me personally, board games are making a comeback. Like, I I haven't been in that world. I know they've always been around. But I was just going to ask you, like, are board games kind of a staple in your family? Do you guys all just sit around the table and play something, whatever it is nowadays? Well, the kids are they're only five, so we can't. I, I used to love playing Sorry as a kid. Yeah. That was my favorite board game. And mine are still a little bit young for that. But we do play these little kitty board games um, pretty often, I would say. We played one the other night where there's this car. It's like this dry donut delivery driver. And when it's your turn, you press his head and he spins around and he spits out donuts. <laughs> and it's a race to grab the right colored donuts. <laughs> I'm not good at it. It's, it sounds dumb the way I'm explaining it, but it's actually pretty fun, especially for a five-year-old. Oh, so sure. We got really into that. And then there's just little kitty games like that. So we are trying to 
be like a board game family. My wife really likes board games. She loves Skipbo, which is a card game. Oh, I played Skipbo. It's not a board game. Yep. Yeah, she she gets really into Skipbo. Yeah. Like me and the two of us will play, and we just end up hating each other afterwards because we get really competitive. Yeah. With Skipbo, but um, yeah, we we I do I do I do enjoy a good board game. I feel like. It's a it's a slightly better way to like connect to the people around you as opposed to like you know it's fun to sit next to somebody to play a video game but the two of you just staring at a screen versus with a board game you're kind of a little more connected I feel like yeah absolutely I mean just growing up like some of the staples that I remember playing like Monopoly obviously uh, who doesn't learn some very big life lessons there and that's 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 something that'll tear the family apart just like Mario yeah, Party. Yeah. I hated Monopoly. <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest. I hated that game. I've, I don't think I've won, I don't think I won once growing up and we played many a times. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was spending my money. I was buying up the stupid properties that made no sense. I was always going right. to jail. Like it was such and it's such it's a depressing game. Yeah, it's such <laughs> like, a psychological killer. Like it just d- yeah. tears you down to your core and then you're out it's of money. It's fun for the person who's winning. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. not fun. But in the, even that person, like do you feel good afterwards? Really? After you I win Monopoly, you money. buy everything, you make everyone else poor, you yeah. put everyone on the streets. Do you really feel good about yourself? Really? I mean No. Uh, no. Like you <laughs> won, but you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. You're the biggest piece of shit at the table. For sure, we found you. Oh my god! I had read somewhere I can't remember. It was probably Reddit. So much ridiculous shit on that website. I'd read somewhere that Monopoly was basically created to teach people that capitalism sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is capitalism, oh folks. My god. Doesn't feel good. It's not fun for anybody. Yeah, just I'm so quick to be reduced down to nothing. Just pennies, right. empty pockets, and going you're just paying rich people all your life. And I'm going to prison for just walking on the street. You know? Right, go to jail. What? What did I do? No, nope. I just landed here. I'm well, just. You can't get out unless you ro- unless you get really fucking lucky and roll two of the same numbers. Right? How many right. turns? And and it's like the system, right? Like unless you can appeal and win the appeal and what? It, oh my god, just let me out of prison, yo. I'm escape. Yeah. I'm gonna escape. God, there were some other ones I thought of that I just kind of remember. Like guess who? Still a good one. Don't wake daddy. Nope. Don't wake daddy. I was just gonna say. <laughs> Mall, I, so I had two older sisters, and uh, we played Mall Madness. Like I had to play all the girl games, like Dream Phone, Mall Madness. Mall Madness was actually pretty fun. I think I won a couple times there. Um, nice. Mouse Trap is, I think, the only game I never played for real. All I wanted. I don't think to I ever do, played that one either. All I wanted to do was set up the mouse trap and have the marble go the entire way and set off all the. All the other like thingamajigs. You don't. Remember, you never played Mousetrap. I don't think so. Oh my god! I don't they, think so. It's like it goes around the entire maze thing. Like you hit the ball, it does this whole thing, and then it finally traps the mouse. And I think it's I remember like, the commercial. Yeah, it's like some Rube Goldberg machine, practically, if you know what that is. Where it looks like yeah, ball. yeah, that was fun. But I never. All I wanted to do was just set it up and play catch the mouse i didn't really realize there's like dice and you spin a wheel and like you're supposed to do something i used to like thin ice Ooh, thin ice with the, the with the tissue oh yes, yes and yes. the wet marbles <laughs> you oh take turns god. putting the wet marble on the tissue oh my god it's kind of gross looking back but yeah. you would just take turns and then the person whose marble broke through the wet soggy yep. tissue was the loser <laughs> it was very simple such a good idea too. I remember we would double up the tissues because we would. Uh, 
I don't even know if it makes it more hardcore or not, but we we just wanted to get as many marbles up there as we could before it broke. But I think the game came with some tissues, and then when you ran out of those, we would just use like Kleenex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they were like the lotion Kleenex, <laughs> so it would take forever. It would be oh like a God. huge pile of marbles. Those things were tough. Those were yeah. strong ass. And, and Those were designed for some heavy-duty boogers. And I remember the fucking plastic, cheap-ass tongs that you use. Like, yeah. half the time, the marbles <laughs> yeah. would just slip out of there because they're, like, laying in a pool of water, obviously. Um, that was, was part of the game was that yeah. those tongs are developing, you know, fine motor skills. Little kids, <laughs> fun fact for you right there. Anytime you see one of these little kid games with the tongs, that's actually good for uh, kids to develop those little muscles there. Yeah, I like that. Hey, you learned something everybody thank you tommy uh i'm like uh, well i think nowadays some of these board games are getting so intense and so over the top like i know jeff is a big i'm sure he's gonna love missing this episode but i know like settlers of Catan and some of those games like risk i never really Oof. played risk but i know that never played destroyed risk. friendships and like that could be like a four or five six hour round if you really put your minds to it um but I feel like nowadays, like, they're coming up with some really, really cool, creative... Whenever I go up and down, like, the game aisle for getting my nieces and nephews some, like, just toys from Target or whatever, I'm looking at some of these games, I'm like, holy fuck, this actually looks really fun. And then I'm like, oh, God, it's, like, $80 for the... Okay, well, maybe next time. Maybe. $80, jeez. Yeah, or more, or more. But um, it seems like nowadays... I don't want to say it's making a comeback because people are going to give me shit that, oh, they've always had word games. Uh, for me in my personal life, I just I, I I'm starting to get back into board games. So shout us out, let us know some fun ones you like to play. Isn't that funny how we're going like we're going getting back into board games? Yeah. Like that's funny to me because we for years, like games just got more and more advanced. We started off with Mario Brothers and then we got into the three D games, Nintendo sixty four and the graphics got better and then people started yeah. to get into the mobile games, which are just Back to two dimensional, right. you know, like Angry Angry Birds was huge for a while. Yeah, and then now we're kind of going back in the board games. Like yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is becoming popular again, thanks yep. to Stranger Things. And yeah, you're right. Like so it's like soon we're, we're we're approaching, which this is probably a you know probably a good thing. We're approaching an age where kids are going to be like well, video games. That's lame. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. It's it's we're gonna to get a game that. of D going here you play video games for yeah, nerd yeah fucking loser uh <laughs> like and it's funny because i remember it being a struggle after we started to play those games like the n64 came out and other systems yada yada i vividly remember like my family then like my sisters and me Hey, we were gonna play bingo tonight. You guys want to do bingo or Monopoly? And everyone's like, "No, that's stupid. That I've got. We're going to play Mario." You know? And yeah, like, yeah. And I'm sure them at that point in time were like, "Oh, we're losing them to the, you know, to the screens." And now, right. <laughs> now it's kind of coming back full circle here. <laughs> now it's like bingo. Fuck yeah, that sounds like yeah, fun. Let's yeah. have some drinks and play bingo. Yeah, like, who Let's play categories. That's a fun oh, one. I like categories. Yeah, Those group fun. games where you play. Yes. We just come up with ridiculous shit like cards against humanity. Yes. That's a fun one. Yeah, and you're right. Like it's it's it needs a comeback cuz everybody now we're going to sound like such boomers here. Sorry boomers. But like everyone's staring at their screens and not talking to each other and whatever, but like yeah, a good board game, a good card game brings everybody together, keeps the conversation going and uh usually it's fun. 
and funny or it is i've never not had a good time time just sitting around with a group of people having some drinks playing cards against humanity what do you meme that's a fun one maybe one episode if we can figure out the logistics me you and jeff and whoever else we get around the table and play a board game for the episode, we, and we, we need stream. yeah we need to figure out how to do some streaming video because there's yeah. yeah there's lots of fun little things like that we can do yeah just a little Friday night and just get a couple hours of a game in and stream it and everybody will watch it everybody yeah. will watch everyone it. everyone will you better you fucking better watch it everyone <laughs> better. if you're listening to this you better watch that shit better watch it What's if we it? go out of our way to do this for you you better fucking watch it <laughs> you owe us everybody you <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that jeff's not here jeff you owe us too you're not put on your idiot shoes and watch us play yes do that what else you got going on nothing watch us play <laughs> yeah just do that only that well, hey, Tommy, I'm so happy it's almost your summer. I know it doesn't mean you sit around all fucking day. So Two more days. So enjoy the summer break, and we'll definitely come up with some more exciting topics here on Rot Pod. We'll have Jeff back here. we got to get some more guests on the show. I feel like every few weeks, yeah. I know it's fun just us, but I always like having a guest on and seeing what's new their way or just yeah if anybody has any fun ideas for guests if you know anybody who's got their own podcast and wants to yeah wants to uh you know do like a what do you call it a collab collab (laughs) do a little collab yeah we'll do whatever we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure some fun shoot us a message follow us instagram yeah follow eric on tiktok follow me on tiktok yep Follow Jeff. We'll post Jeff's Instagram. He's just got pictures of Japan, and that's it. But Jeff's Instagram is f- cool. He's got all these cool pictures. But he 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 just signed up, right? Yeah. So all right, so he picked, and you you do this too. You guys pick these usernames that are impossible for people <laughs> to figure. Like his his username is Pink Panther, but it's like P the number one N K, and then there's like. A one and a half underscores and then like yeah you I, gotta I, go I, with something like angry gym teacher yeah, all right I not it. to toot my own horn here but it's easy to remember i'll change my folks to, go to goose diarrhea one <laughs> goose diarrhea but you should but folks you should follow eric and jeff and we're gonna put it in the caption so people could just copy and paste it yeah. or better yet Tag both of you when you make the post for this episode. Hell yeah. Tag tag all three of us, and then people can easily follow all three of us. We'll do the taggy tag. We'll do that. Taggy so, tag. So everybody, join us. Thank you so much for listening. And hey, give us, if you enjoy what you're listening to, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, leave us some comments, oh, or, yeah. or give us a one-star. If you fucking hate it and you listen to it every week and you just hate our voices... <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it. We're big boys. We would love... Give us constructive criticism. Yeah. How can we make it better? How can we improve? We strive for all fives here at Rock Yeah. Pod. So, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, what else other than an episode with another delicious... Safety tip. Juicy Dave Bennett safety tip. So it may look like a nice hole, but don't stick your penis into a pipe. Someone may turn on the pressure, and your Audi becomes an innie.